you're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com, finally coming to you with a not-so-messed-up voice that you've probably been hearing on the last few episodes. All healed, all better, and ready to get into it. So what are we talking about? Well, we're still in the Get a Girlfriend series. There's going to be eight of these, and we're just kind of moving along through the whole process of what it means to get a girlfriend or get into a relationship, right? We started with becoming the man that she wants, becoming the attractive person, and we're going to move all the way to what happens if you want to either continue the relationship, if you want to end the relationship, or if she ends the relationship. So we're going to be really covering every single factor here and me giving you some quick tips, some easy techniques, things to think about, mindsets to think about as you're going through this whole process of getting a girlfriend. That's why we call it the Get a Girlfriend series. So today, we're talking about, on episode four, after the first date. So we went into the first date. We talked about some of the non-negotiables and how to talk about those and look for those, how to have a good first date. But what happens after the first date? And I've kind of categorized this as one uh, chunk, right? We're doing this in the chronological sense. We talk about the first date. I'm not going to be talking about what happens on the second date. That's really specific. I'd rather just talk about what happens after the first date. Well, you're going to be going on more dates, or we'll just say this is more opportunities for you guys to be continuing to see each other. And then, of course, that moves into starting the relationship. But we're going to be talking about that on the next episode, on episode five, which I've titled Starting the Relationship. Look at that. So after the first date. All right, we're going to get into that in just a second. But before we do, just understand that if you're going through a process right now where you're trying to learn how to get a girlfriend, you're interested in getting into a relationship, and it's been tough for you because you don't know how to meet women, you're not sure how to be an attractive guy, you're not sure how to get to the point of a relationship, and these podcast episodes are helping, but you need a little bit more hand-holding, that's where coaching comes in. So I want you to check out coachedbytrip.com. Trip, that's me. This is the How to Talk to Girls podcast hosted by me, Trip. And if you go to coachedbytrip.com, you'll find an application there to apply for coaching. And then you'll understand after you apply how coaching goes because I will look at the application and you and I will get on the phone and go through what it takes to be part of the coaching program to see if it's a good fit for you. And you're going to learn what it's all about. So go to coachedbytrip.com and apply today if you need help with meeting quality women, getting into a relationship, getting over your fear of approaching, learning how to attract great women. Sound good? Coachedbytrip.com. Okay. So now we're going to dive into what happens after the first date. So after the first date, basically what you're going to be doing is somewhat similar to the first date. You're going to be spending more time with this person, and you're going to be figuring out if this is a good person to get into a relationship with. So you're kind of going to be MacGyver here or a detective, so to speak, really figuring out, is this someone who I could have a good relationship with? 
And that's going to be going through the whole process of what I described in the previous episode of finding out the three non-negotiables, the three things that you have discovered that you need in a partner to have a good relationship. And of course, those can be whatever you want, right? So you are in discovery mode. She's in discovery mode. This is completely discovery mode, finding out about each other, figuring out, is this someone who you have chemistry with and someone who is compatible? And it's interesting. This is good timing here. I actually was just talking to a good friend of mine. He's been on the podcast before. His name is Jonathan Asley. He's a dating coach for women. He's also a mentor of mine. And we dive really deep into lots of discussions on attraction and discussions on relationships all the time. And we just talked today, actually, today about what it takes to really find that partner, right? And I don't mean find the partner like where do you meet them, which we went over in episode two, but I mean, how do you find that person who's going to be good for you? Like for once you've been dating them, how do you know if this is a person that's going to be good for a relationship? And that's what you're doing after the first date. You're going on more dates to discover what this person is all about. And what you need to look into, and there's a little formula I've created for it, is chemistry plus compatibility. So we've already talked about the compatibility part, right? The compatibility, if you guys are compatible, if you guys are a good match, is the three non-negotiables. Is this someone who matches you? Do you guys have compatibility? Do you guys share similar values? Do you see yourself being with this person long-term? While that might be difficult to kind of know right off the bat, Again, that's what dating is all about. That's why people get into relationships. And of course, that's also why people end up breaking up is because they find out maybe long-term that they don't have compatibility. My job here really, and hopefully you listening to this or taking some of these advices, is to really work more on this compatibility and chemistry part as much as you can and being aware of it and conscious of it so that you don't get to the point where you have this terrible end to a relationship. Hopefully, you can kind of sift through the dating and know sooner than later if this person is a good match for you. So then you guys can end it sooner rather than later. A lot of relationships end because two people have focused more on the chemistry aspect, which we're going to go into in a second, less on the compatibility aspect, and then find out they're not compatible and then go through a bad breakup. And it hurts really badly because you've had such strong chemistry there. Okay, so what am I talking about? Well, let's let's go into kind of what chemistry is. And I want to remind you, again, we're working off of this formula of chemistry plus compatibility. So again, you know what compatibility is. Now, what is chemistry? Chemistry I'd like to define as a sexual connection or lust, right? So you are sexually attracted to this person. You really either want to have sex with them or you like to have sex with them, really more so you've already had sex with them through the dating process and you found out, wow, the sex is really enjoyable. You guys have a good sexual chemistry. You want to continue having sex with this person. And that's normal for a dating relationship all the way into a actual committed relationship is you guys want to have a lot of sex with each other. That's sexual chemistry. But that is not just the only part to chemistry. We're going to break this down into two parts as well. Chemistry is composed of the sexual part, right? Sexual compatibility or sexual chemistry. And then there's also the factor of vibing. Okay. So again, let me just clear this, make this very, very simple for you. 
chemistry or that kind of like hardcore attraction is made up of that sexual connection plus vibing, right? So that means that you guys are vibing with each other and you feel connected to them. What does that look like on a practical level? Well, conversation flows really well. You feel comfortable with them. You feel like you guys have just an easy time hanging out with each other. When you guys are hanging out with each other, you feel like this friendship kind of coming along. And I don't mean you're in the friend zone, but of course, every relationship has some sort of basis or foundation of friendship. Like you enjoy their presence beyond the sexual part. Okay, because we're not talking about the sexual part. That's only half of it. But this other friendship part, you enjoy spending time with them. You want to do things with them, whatever that may be, an activity. You want to go out with them. You want to spend time with them, right? This kind of like you guys vibe with each other. You just feel like it's easy. I kind of keep repeating that word here because that's the best way I can describe it. It's like this feeling you get when you're with them. Like, wow, it's easy to hang out with you. We kind of see the world in the same way. We have a similar sense of humor. We laugh at the same things. Like you guys have that similarity there. That's the vibing aspect. So again, we're in the category, to remind you, of chemistry, right? And the full formula is chemistry plus compatibility. So you need both. You need both. And you date, right? Because right now we're talking about after the first date. You date, you go on date two, three, four, five, six, seven, and however many until you get into the actual committed part. You date to find out Do we have this chemistry? Do we have this compatibility? And you should know, I would say, and I'm giving you a general idea here, a general range. You should know within, mm, I don't know, the first, let's say, three to five dates. Okay, three to five dates. And uh, maybe we can extend that, maybe three to like seven or eight dates. Again, I think it's just a general idea of you've been on multiple dates with each other and you've been doing it for, you know, I don't know, maybe over the course of one month, two months, right? I would say generally you're going on a date, maybe two per week as you guys are starting to meet each other. So let's say you're doing that for two months. That's anywhere between eight and 16 dates. Okay. So even though I know I said it earlier, it's between three to eight, but it's like, You're going through the whole process. You're going to learn about the chemistry and the compatibility in three to eight dates. But over the course of two months, as things continue, you're going to really solidify if that's true. So it's really easy to look out for this, right? Sexual chemistry, or I should say chemistry. I know I'm trying to not get you confused with all the terminology I'm using, but chemistry should be something that you'll know fairly soon as you go through the whole process, right? Once you have sex, And once you're hanging out with them from three to eight dates, you'll see, oh, okay, I want to have sex with them a lot. I have this lust and attraction to them, but I'm also attracted to their being and I want to hang out with them a lot because we really vibe really well. So that's the chemistry aspect. And then as you go on, you're learning about the compatibility aspect by really finding out if they're compatible for you in terms of the non-negotiables. That's the formula to finding out, is this going to be a quality girlfriend? Okay. That's going to find out if she's a quality girlfriend. Now, I know the title of this whole series is called the Get a Girlfriend series. So you might be thinking, well, how do I do this? Well, really the how is pretty simple. You're going to be spending time with them. You're going to be doing fun dates, right? So I'd like to say that date one is a drink, or if you're under 21 or don't drink, it's going to be coffee. So something simple like that. 
Date two, I like to say, is a dinner. So you take her out to dinner, pick a place, text her, let her know where you guys are going to go. And then from there, date three is something like an activity. I like to say you bring them back to your place. So that's a really good idea. And then date three or even date two, you can work on getting to the point where you guys are having sex so you find out if you have that sexual chemistry there. Okay? And then date four and on, it can be anything you want. Hopefully she's inviting you to stuff. Maybe you're inviting her to an event, you know, something that's going on in your town that you really like to do. Really showing her, hey, this is my life. This is, these are the things I like to do. Try to stay away until like after date 10 of doing a movie I mean, going out to a movie, movie at your place is fine because then you guys are still spending time together and you're getting close and working on that sexual chemistry part. But trying to stay away from going to the movies or concerts or anywhere where you guys can't connect because the whole point of trying to get a girlfriend and seeing if it's someone who's compatible is communication, talking to them, figuring out if they're going to be really compatible for you, right? So again, date three to eight is any kind of activity or something that you enjoy doing. In your town, it could be maybe, you know, still having her come over every once in a while, you making dinner. Like I said, that's a good date three. Maybe she's inviting you to her place, seeing what's going on. So that's all the kind of stuff you guys are doing after the first date. And then in that, you're having sex, you're going through the chemistry portion, and you're finding out if they're compatible. Now, there's a lot of different ways to do this too, right? So you can really focus on the chemistry portion, or you can focus more on the compatibility portion, right? Like we've discussed, they're both very important, but you want to make sure that you're focusing just a little bit more on compatibility first, and then you can focus on the chemistry portion, okay? So what does this mean? This means that don't necessarily rush into having sex right away unless you can really handle not getting too emotionally invested in them, right? So you got to be able to handle that because if they're not compatible, you're going to say, oh, well, you know, then you're going to start justifying all these reasons why they are going to be good when really it's just your reptilian brain trying to mate with her and have kids, you know, and I'm not saying that on a literal sense, but on this very much primal sense, you know, speaking to the idea of evolutionary psychology, like why two people are attracted, why they get together is so you guys can mate and continue the human race here because we are you know, primed and ready as adults to have sex, procreate, and survive. So you got to make sure that that part of your brain isn't the thing that's justifying why you should be with them. You really need to find out if they're compatible. So try to wait a little bit until you guys have sex, maybe a couple dates, Again, you don't want to wait too long either because if you're really compatible with the woman, if you guys are really compatible, you also might justify it on that sense. You might say, well, the sex isn't that good and I'm not like super attracted to her, but wow, on paper, we're amazing. You know, it's like, oh, well, the sex is good, but we don't really vibe that well. But I don't know, we just still share the same values. She has all my non-negotiables. And then you might get into a relationship that way and Trust me, men have done this before. I've even done this before, I will admit. And then what happens is the sex in the relationship starts to die. You don't have that you know, burning desire for them. And so, yeah, the compatibility is good, but that normal chemistry just isn't there. So they're both important. You're kind of juggling both, okay? So the idea is you're juggling both while making sure that you're not having sex so fast 
not having sex so fast, because again, if you do, if you end up having sex too fast, you're going to get so into them that it's not going to work. And that's the thing is that's what happens a lot of the time too, is sex and sexual attraction and chemistry seem to cloud your judgment, seems to cloud women's judgment as well, you know, so they don't really focus on, are you a match? I know this is crazy, right? This, this seems like a lot of work. Everything like trip, like, geez, just to get into a relationship. Like, there's all this stuff I have to do. Like, I never heard about any of this. No one told me about this. Well, yeah, you know, because you're not really putting your time and energy into focusing on this. No one teaches you. There's no classes on this. You have to hear this from a podcast and no one's talking about it. And that's probably why the divorce rate's so high. Because people just get into marriages because they're settling and they're not putting the work into it. Now, I'm not saying that if you did all these things and you found a great match that you guys you know, will last forever. I mean, that's not true either. Sometimes things die over time. You know, that's, that's, and we'll talk about that in episode six, where we talk about strengthening the relationship. But, you know, all this could work out. You guys have chemistry. You guys are totally vibing. Sex is amazing. Lots of compatibility. You enjoy hanging out with each other. You're a match. You see the same way of life. Everything really lines up really well, and it can still die. Right, things can die over time. Also, people change over time, so you might not be the same person now that you will be in, let's say, a year, three years, five years, ten years. That's another reason why people get divorced because people grow and change, and that's just kind of part of life. <laughs> I hope I'm not sounding too pessimistic. Like, well, what's the point of all this? All this hard work, and it still might not work out. Well, that's kind of how life is with everything, right? I mean, anything you want to work towards, there's no guarantee. However, if you want something, why not just put your best foot forward? Okay, so you're putting your best foot forward here to make sure that something works because it could be amazing. It's the same thing as trying anything out. Do the best practices as best as you can because if it works out, it's going to be great. And I'm sure there's a part of you that says, well, it's pretty much inevitable. I'm going to want a companion. I want partnership. I want to be in a in a monogamous relationship, I want a girlfriend, right? It's like, you're not going to just, well, it's a lot of hard work. I'm not going to do it. Might as well, if you're going to do it, do the right steps, right? And how do you know that I'm right, by the way? You might be thinking, how do I know Trip is right? Well, hopefully all this is like, it's not common sense, but it's almost so simple. It's sounding like common sense where you're, you know, there's nothing really to argue with here. Like, of course, these are all the things you need. I've just dissected it and figured it out through my own experience, but also through talking to other coaches and reading and learning from experts. So I've kind of combined it all into what we're talking about here to make this just the best possible situation for you and the you know best outcome for you. Does that make sense? I mean, really, it's almost hard to argue with. Like, of course, you want sexual chemistry. You want compatibility. Of course, you want to do these things when you're first starting dating and not wait for a long time. It's kind of like, duh. But what I've done is really just kind of analyzed it, broke it down for you and made this so you could try to implement it. Most people just aren't thinking about it. They're not thinking about it. Mainly because they're kind of just taking whatever comes their way. You know, They're doing that type of dating where maybe they're doing on an app and kind of seeing what happens and whatever you know, match they get, they get. Or maybe they end up meeting a woman through a friend or you know, through some event, and they're not putting a lot of time and effort into doing a lot of approaching and meeting women. And so what happens is they start to settle because they're not doing that work beforehand to find 
a lot of women that they can date to find out who is going to be that that person who's compatible, the person they vibe with and have chemistry with, okay? So this is kind of a little bit of a process here. But let me tell you this, okay? Let me say this to encourage you. If you're looking for a monogamous relationship, if you're looking for a partner, if you're looking to get married eventually, if you're looking to have kids eventually, then let me just tell you that finding the right partner is one of the most important decisions that you could ever make in your life because you are truly affected hardcore by the person who you're spending a lot of time with. And that's going to be this person. This is going to be a girlfriend who you, well, it's your girlfriend, right? If you never had a girlfriend before, let me just tell you, you text them every day. You see them multiple times per week. You know, you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. And eventually, if it goes further, you're going to live with them. You're going to raise a family with them. You don't want to pick just anybody. You want to pick someone who's going to be awesome, who's going to meet your standards, who's going to be a good partner, who's going to be compatible and someone you're going to want to be with and sexually attracted to. Someone that's easy to hang out with. Because if you don't have that, it's going to be a lot of trouble for you and it can be messy and you can have a messy breakup and then your heart gets broken and then that sucks. Then you got to deal with that and you got to deal with you know, having kids and maybe divorcing or divorcing with kids, which is even tougher. So I hope I'm kind of scaring you. Like, Let me scare you into having what could be a bad relationship. And I only scare you so you can actually put the work in. I'm not saying don't do this because life sucks too, in my opinion, to not be able to share it with someone. I think it's an amazing experience to share it with someone. But if you don't do it with the right person, it could be bad for you. Okay, so I'm giving you the best preventative measures. Again, I'm not scaring you out of getting a girlfriend or getting into a relationship. I'm just making sure for you that it's someone that's going to be awesome. Why not? This is an important decision. It's like a career. Are you going to want to work at a job that you're spending, you know, probably 70% of your time at nine to five? That just sucks. So now most of your life sucks. No, of course not. You're going to want a job that you enjoy that challenges you enough, that keeps you going, that makes enough money for your lifestyle. So if that's an important decision, why not the rest of the time that you're spending, which is going to be a lot with a girlfriend or a wife, is also you're putting that work into it too. There's only a few decisions in your life that really matter the most in terms of the effect it's going to have on you. And I would say that's the partner you're going to choose. That's the job and career path you're going to choose. That's the friends that you're going to choose and the people you surround yourself by with. So it's all these different relationships and the time that you're spending. And of course, there's other important parts to life too. I understand for some people, it's religion and politics and and hobbies and, and all those things. I'm not saying those things aren't as important, but I am saying that a lot of your time is spent with work, with family, with friends, with a partner. So those are things that you want to put the work into and want to focus on as much as you can. Okay? So think about that. Think about that. I know this was an intense episode in the Get a Girlfriend series, episode four, but hopefully it all makes sense and you're, and you're really understanding it and, and take it and think about it and see what it can do for you. Don't forget, if you need help with finding a girl, finding out what are your non-negotiables, how to find an amazing woman, how to get dates, how to get any woman to even go on a date with you so you can see if they're going to be a good match or a good fit. I want you to go to coachedbytrip.com where I can help you and I will help you. I will help you get the girl that you deserve. And I will give you step-by-step on how to do it through our coaching program where we get on the phone or in person. So apply today and see if it's going to be a good fit for you. I will contact you after you apply. 
if you apply and you fill out the application in a way I think is going to be a good fit for the program. So go do that, coachbytrip.com. Look forward to hearing from you there. Don't forget to check out the next episode in the Get a Girlfriend series called Starting the Relationship. How do you start the relationship? How do you get it going? What do you say? How do you get on your feet? So get on the feet with the relationship itself. Where does that whole process begin? What does it look like? We're going to be going over that next episode. Stay tuned. Talk to you then.